0: Greetings and salutations, this is Kung Pao, enter the minute, minute 14. Opening frame. Master Tang is still holding his hand left to screen, like he's talking to a skull. The Chosen One's responds to the question in the previous minute, informing the audience that he's talking to Master Tang, well known for his mad skills, not entirely sure about his tang though. After the Chosen One informs Master Tang that he's been travelling for many years and miles to find him, Master Tang responds by asking, How many miles would you say? Ten million? Followed by another whooshing arm swoop. Befuddled, the Chosen One pleads for Master Tang's help as he is constantly under attack, which leads to the response Your story makes my heart heavy and my prostate weak. My bladder is full to bursting. I feel for you and your grave loss. However, it will be impossible for us to help you with yet another arm swoop. Does this leave the Chosen One without a haven, or a single glimmer of hope for some sort of respite from constant bombardment from Master Pain's forces? The Chosen One implores Master Tang to consider, and in what seems like an eternity but is only a couple of seconds, Master Tang answers, okay. After a weird jump cut, Master Tang gives the Chosen One the information he requires. The man you seek, his name is Master Pain. He has great powers and is well protected by the evil council. A moth flying into his mouth, causing a coughing fit. On the closing frame, just after Master Tang states that he is in a quandary, yet another moth flies into his mouth, causing Master Tang to react like he's about to sneeze over the Chosen One. who boy, yeah, yeah once again a very dialogue heavy scene we kind of get a sense of just kind of how weird master Tang is <laughs> master tag is kind of one of the best characters in this movie and i'm not sure if i put it in the uh, previous minutes he is the actual narrator throughout he, his his stuff gets really really weird but yeah that's that's because uh steven co absolutely loved this guy <laughs> So the moth actually was a thing that Steve Odekirk included in this particular section because in the original movie uh, Master Tang or the character which became Master Tang was the master of the crane school and he was originally just ill. So There's a lot of background. I might go into it a little bit later. You know I was going about how jokes that don't particularly land. This one doesn't particularly land for me. One thing I do like about this movie is that it was not afraid to try jokes. Even jokes that ultimately maybe weren't good or a bit meh. You know, humor isn't good or bad in a binary. There is a bit of scale. Some things are hilarious, some things are just mildly amusing, some are like, eh, and some things just don't land. That's kind of why they use the expression. Do they land or not? It's funny how in comedy you've got this whole... Idea of dying and death, (laughs) the whole thing of the stand-up comedian dying on stage or killing the audience. (laughs) Comedy is weird. I guess that's why so many weirdos get into comedy. But basically, the the tiger and crane were two different schools that were separated, and they had to come back together to defeat the evil guy. Which again, we'll probably talk about more in depth later. Jimmy Wang character is the last surviving member of the Tiger School, and he's come to the Crane School to join forces, learn each other's ways, and in an attempt to defeat the character that is Master Pain. This section actually comes relatively early in the original film, probably a few minutes earlier than that's so he presented in this, but it's roughly about the same place. And the scene that precedes this. In the original movie, it's actually the waterfall scene. So it's you can see where, by observing the original film, Odekirk basically chopped and changed everything around, which is not unusual. But a lot of MST3K-style redubs tend to try and keep the original as as much as possible and then just overdub onto the original that's how a lot of the live versions tend to go it's of course you're doing it live you have to do it No, way you can't just chop and change it around but some of the redub movies have attempted to do recut again nothing as bonkers as Kung Pao which does make this a, a very unique thing this isn't unique of a movie in the sense of it's a reader, but it's a unique sense of it has so much attention to detail put in, or the digital replacement, so much crazy stuff going on, and it's such a unique experience that, like it or not, I've met people that don't like this movie. It's an accomplishment in and of itself that, especially how movies like this can ever get made. This particular minute is one where it's all dialogue, is very few jokes. But I think it's important to set up. We need to kind of establish this relationship between The Chosen One, The Crane School, Master Tang. We get a bit more humour in the next minute, uh, particularly with Wimplow. And of course, later on, we establish more of the other characters and concepts. But for now, I I think we might as well just uh, move straight on to the audio commentary, in which uh, Steve and Paul are praising the original director, Jimmy Wang Yu. So in, in regards to the, the Jimmy Wang Yu issue uh who's just i don't know if anybody knows his films he's legendary uh he was the big deal before uh, bruce lee and I, I love his he directed also and, and you know even even during and after it's like I, I was not a huge martial arts fan the the somewhat and i recognize him he's, he's been in i mean no hundreds. he's hundreds he's wonderful and he's a right. really solid director and had really unique uh, stuff that he would do so uh, just, just just uh great talent so, there's this is ongoing thing about The Chosen One and trying to gain a pie from Master Tang. However, he does drop this nugget of truth, and I think I'm going to call it canon. And to boot your reptilian, I did not think a man could possess both muscle tissue skin and scales. And finally, I don't know, I just, this uh, piece of the audiobook just kind of made me laugh. My bladder is full to bursting. So. Thank you for listening. I know this is a short one. There's goddamn oh there's not much to talk about, especially cuz there's like several minutes of this particular scene and I'm trying to stretch this out, man. I mean, 14 episodes in, you you run out of things to say and these podcasts are about 10 minutes long each, except for the the two that prove the rule. I mean, talking to another person is going to extend your podcasting direction. You know, you can't really talk to another person for 10 minutes. I mean, you could, no, I can't. I don't want to in 10 minutes wow you, you only just started to say something then you stop nah nah at that let's let's waffle on for an hour and have some really fun entertaining stuff but if you want to hear me waffle <laughs> on please please pay me for my waffling at Kofi or Patreon the links are in the description as always please like share subscribe hit the bell if you're on YouTube I'm on YouTube at SoundCloud for all this kind of nonsense on Facebook as well, check out Kung Pao, enter the minutes on Facebook and I can't really cross it. oh boy, it's uh, I can't, I, I honestly I just can't believe I've been gone for almost three months by the time this comes out it's, it's been funny, amazing, fun experience and I, I can't believe I'm, I'm still at it, oh boy, but until next time, please keep safe and I'll see you next time